The views and opinions expressed here on Wrestling Wind Down are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. What's up, guys? It's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Wind Down, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. We are back with another episode of Chardonnay and Cheese We are here in Viva Las Vegas, Iridium Fear of the Rest Friends podcast is here joining me live in studio and we are giving our predictions on double or nothing it is going to be such a crazy event and we are definitely looking forward to it so grab your favorite glass of bubbly we're going in for the three count what's up guys we are back with another episode of wrestling wind down Chardonnay and Chisme, Double or Nothing Edition. We are here in Las Vegas. Iridian is finally in Las Vegas. Ooh, How has ooh. it been so far? It's been hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's been hot, but you already took me to the casino. Yep. And I understand how it's so addicting because I was there pushing the buttons, ready to go, just spending my life away. Did um, you win, though? Did I you did. win the jackpot? I, well, not the jackpot, oh. but, you know, a little something, something. Mm, so okay. it's good. So Double or Nothing, like we mentioned, it mm-hmm. is this Sunday here in Las Vegas. Yep. Let's just start right off the bat. We have Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match. Wednesday on Dynamite, Adam Cole had a couple choice words for Chris Jericho. He called him a Yeah. And Chris Jericho obviously didn't like that. What do we see happening in this match? I mean, we have two individuals who have paved their own way in wrestling. Mm -hmm. We had Adam Cole, who obviously was in WWE before, but he really tore through the independence. And then we all know Chris Jericho. He started in WWE. He's gone in many different companies. And now he's in AEW. He's the leader of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Who do you think is going to pick up the win here? As well as you think we're going to see some involvement from the Jericho Appreciation Society, as well as the newly signed Roderick Strong. Yeah, I definitely think that Roderick is going to be the game changer for this one. I think the Jericho Appreciation Society might get involved, but Adam Cole is coming back from an injury. And this is a very, very big match for him. And who knows, even Britt Baker, maybe she could come out. I'm I'm hoping. We love Britt here. And I think with Chris, I think he can afford a loss. So I think that maybe Adam Cole will really pick it up on this one. What do you think? I hope Adam wins. Mm -hmm. Like you said, he did have an injury that almost ended his career. And I think now we see half of the Undisputed Era, formerly known as in WWE, here in AEW. We know Kyle Riley is signed, but he is injured. And I must say, on Wednesday on Dynamite, (laughs) I was standing there when Adam was like, there might be two of us and there might be more of you, but we have someone. And I was like... Kyle this is it Kyle back Mm -hmm. and then he's like he's homicidal he's suicidal he's genocidal and I was like at first I was like Mike Tyson like what is Mike Tyson because he also said that who it was lived here yeah Sabu came out the crowd went wild Mm -hmm. but I feel like also random right very random Mm -hmm. wouldn't put that on a 2023 AEW bingo card Mm -hmm. but Sabu is the special enforcer here we may see some involvement with him who knows? But I hope Adam wins. I do think there will be shenanigans just mm-hmm. because look at Jericho Appreciation Society. Maybe Danny Garcia will come out and do his little dance. His you know? little dance as a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. Just I can see it. I can see it. Moving on, Ethan Page and the guns, Austin and Colton, are mm-hmm. going up against the Hardys. 
who were going to team with Isaiah mm-hmm. of Private Party, but he is injured. It was revealed on Rampage that he is not cleared. And they went ahead and they announced his replacement, Hook. <laughs> Wild, right? The hookers. They're coming the out. Hookers. Full force, <laughs> double or nothing. What do we see happening here? We did see the guns as well as Ethan Page pick up a win on Rampage against a local team here, Lights Camera Faction. Mm. Cut. We did see them pick up the win, but do you think that they have that momentum going into Sunday mm. since they just picked up a win Friday? Or do you see the Hardys who this is the first time they're teaming on pay-per-view in yeah. over a year? Do you think Hook is like the special factor in this match? Or do you think the other team who they have been together for a little bit, you know, yeah. the firm, obviously. But who do you see picking up the win here? I think the hookers are going to be in full force. Okay. (laughs) Gothic Baby's dad has really been killing it on TikTok. Yes. So now to see the Hardys be back, I feel like this is very exciting. You know, we haven't, like you mentioned, we haven't seen them back together as a tag team in a long time. So throwing that into the mix, not, you know, with Hook, that is an insane combination to me. I don't know how that's going to work because the Hardys are so extreme, so high flying. And we haven't seen hook really like on the top ropes or doing anything like really crazy so i wonder how those styles are just gonna mix but i would hope that they're able to communicate and really pull this one out because i feel like austin and colton are not new to shenanigans right and same with ethan so i feel like that might cost them the match Moving on to some more tag team action, we are seeing the AEW Tag Team Championships on the line. FTR, Dax Harwood, and Cash Wheeler are going up against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Mark Briscoe is serving as the special guest referee in this match. I gotta say, I'm Mm. not into this match at all. I agree with you, Um, I said it when I was at Dynamite on Wednesday. I really don't understand why Jarrett and Lethal are in the title picture. And we saw a little bit of involvement from Jeff Jarrett's wife, Karen. Mm -hmm. Um, She's kind of been involved in this as well. We saw Mark Briscoe. He slapped. I almost called him FTR bald. Sorry. Um, we we saw him slap Dax in the face on Wednesday. And he also wasn't having the from the rest of Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt and all yeah. of them going back up the ramp. But do we see Mark Briscoe really being like, is he on someone's side? I mean, we thought that he had this very strong relationship with FTR. Mm-hmm. But seeing that they kind of have a little bit of tension there. Do we see him maybe costing them the win and their tag titles? That's very interesting. I would hope not. I would hope not either. Because I don't see Jeff Jarrett as a tag team champ right now. Nothing against him, but a little bit against him. (laughs) I am not a fan of him wrestling Mm -hmm. on on TV. But he's just not for me. You know, he's not my cup of tea. Um, I feel like a lot of people might root for him. But I don't think that this will be the night where they pick up a win. And I feel like they are featured so much. I don't get it. I mean, you know, Jeff Jarrett has had a long storied history in wrestling. I did find it funny that during the FTR promo, they mentioned a bunch of TNA rejects, you know, call Dixie Carter. Once you lose this match, you go back to TNA. But I mean, who knows what will happen? Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of these matches on the card there's going to be shenanigans. So I'm very like hesitant. I'm being like, Mm -hmm. I think that person's going to win or I think that tag team's going to win because we've seen the shenanigans leading up, right? I do hope FTR does retain because I feel like they just got the titles. Yeah. We've seen them, you know, have rematches against the guns. I would like to see them face the acclaimed, but the acclaimed seems to be very focused on those trios tag titles now. So I don't know who would even go up against FTR after this. Yeah. So 
we will see what happens. Moving over to some women's action, Jade Cargill is putting her title on the line against Taya Valkyrie. This is the second shot that Taya has had at the TBS Championship. Jade has been dominant. She hasn't lost a match. She hasn't. People are wondering, A, when is Jade going to lose the belt? Mm -hmm. And B, who is it going to be to? We've heard rumors about Chris Statlander supposedly was the person they wanted Jade to lose to. She's been out with injury for a while now. We don't know her current status. Do we see Taya picking up the win here? Or do we see Jade picking up the win and Chris maybe coming back and finally challenging for that title that everyone says that she should have? You know, this title is a little tricky. Mm-hmm. They made Jade up to be such a strong champion and really undefeatable. Very Roman Reigns-esque, mm-hmm. right? So to have her be such a strong champion and then bring in Athena and, you know, Athena was really high up there and then she did not win the title. Right. And then bringing in Taya and then Taya was up there. She had her match and then she did not win the title. So now going into the second match, I feel like, you know, the first match, she could not use her finisher. So maybe this time, you know, she's allowed to use her finisher. That could be the big game changer. Right. But I don't see her winning this match. And that's because I feel like maybe they're going to work up Jade to get to that 100 at least. Mm. And maybe then give Chris Statlander time to heal. I don't know. There's a lot of people who are injured. But I feel like at the same time, you could be building up a lot of other women on the roster. But... Taya, I don't think she's picking up the win, which is sad because I feel like Jade has done well and I feel like other people can Mm -hmm. get that time to shine, but I don't think they'll take it away from her this weekend. I don't know. I don't want Jade to lose, but at the same time, how long are you going to keep the title on her? How long Mm -hmm. are we going to wait for Chris Statlander? Is there a plan B if Chris Statlander is not able to return? Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, I love Jade. I love seeing the title on her having a black woman as champion in your company that's great representation Mm -hmm. but after a while it's kind of like okay give her a challenger that is up to par now i'm not saying that taya isn't up to par but we've seen them face off already Mm -hmm. give her a new challenge i feel like they're not telling jade's story as good as they possibly could Mm -hmm. i feel like they're getting a little bit lazy they're getting a little bit sloppy it's like we don't know what to do so just put taya in there No, figure it out. I find it interesting that Layla Gray has been right by Jade's side this entire time. And it almost makes me wonder, hmm, Mm -hmm. could we maybe see her get involved one day and cause her the title? Yeah. She's lost everyone else. She's lost Kiera. She's lost Red Velvet. Red Velvet. And, you know, they had her come go against um, Jade and then the injury. Right. So I feel like maybe they did have a couple of things lined up, but because mm-hmm. of these injuries that kind of swayed them away from what the plan was. When Trinity got signed to Impact, I thought Trinity was actually going to sign with AEW and mm-hmm. then they were going to have Trinity take the title from Jade. That would have been amazing. 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 <laughs> but, you know, that didn't happen, so I don't know. We'll have to see. I this is going to be a really good match, I think. Moving over to our other women's match on the card, Jamie Hayter, the current AEW Women's Champion, is going up against Tony Storm. And this match kind of has a question mark on it. Mm-hmm. Jamie Hayter, as of last week, was not clear to compete. We don't know if she's been clear to compete. Tony Khan, in the Double or Nothing press conference held this week, said that she was injured. He did not say if she's cleared. Yeah. We saw her in a segment on Dynamite getting beat up in the back. Does that mean she's out? What are we doing here? Who are we going to plug in? Are we doing this interim champion again? Mm -hmm. Which no one likes. Please, please no. We don't need that. (laughs) What are we going to do here? I mean, Tony was the first AEW interim champion after Thunder Rosa was injured. Mm -hmm. She's been in that situation before. 
What does this look like? This is also a complicated one. Yeah. Because we don't know how serious her injury is. And I I don't know. I feel like this match was kind of just thrown together because there wasn't really a buildup towards anything. Yes, we did have the outsiders and then, you know, Hikaru Shida and Britt Baker and, you know, they joined Jamie. So we were kind of... I thought we were going to get like a six-person tag. Yeah. Which would have made... That would have made more sense. It would have made more sense because if Jamie is injured, mm-hmm. uh, Sheeta and Britt, and Britt could carry kind of, the load. Exactly. And have her kind of stay off to the side. And you still could have had like the title on the line and that makes it a little bit more risky because if Britt gets pinned, then uh, Jamie loses the title still. So that could have been something that could have been done. But I... I don't feel like I'm as excited for this match as I should be. I'm not, and I'm a huge Jamie Hayter fan. Same. I love seeing the title on her. Mm-hmm. And I think Tony, she, too. Tony's yes. fantastic. I think, but I think as champion Jamie Hayter, it's just been really interesting because I feel like everyone has been like, when's Britt turning on her? Mm-hmm. That's been everyone's question. Yeah. And like you mentioned, if they would have done a six-person tag and Britt would have lost Jamie's title mm-hmm. by getting pinned, that tells the rest of the story. Yeah. But now it's like... What are we doing? If she's injured, if she's not going to compete, mm-hmm. how are you going to tell that story come Sunday? Are you going to have them beat her up in, again in the back? Yeah. You're having your champion just look extremely weak? Yeah. Even though she's injured? I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to phone up Tony and ask him what the hell is going on. You know what? That's the next episode. We're going to get him on the line. Okay. To Call ask him, him up. these questions. Call him up. <laughs> <laughs> this match is a very interesting one, and I'm mm-hmm. not sure... If I like it. Mm. Wardlow, the current TNT champion, is facing off against Christian Cage in a ladder match for the championship. I haven't liked what they've been doing with the TNT championship. Mm. It's been jumping around. They've been playing hot potato with it. And, you know, after Powerhouse Hobbs lost the title to Wardlow, Christian Mm. came out. No type of rematch was involved with Hobbs or Wardlow. Christian just came right out. Mm -hmm. And at first we thought, is it Luchasaurus or is it Christian? And Christian was like, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. And going into this ladder match, we saw nothing in regards to this Mm -hmm. buildup on Wednesday. Absolutely nothing. And going into this match, we know Christian's history. He's a ladder match expert. He's been in ladder matches his whole career. How many ladder matches has Wardlow been in? And you know, 1-800-WAR-DADDY, I started it. But at the same time, it's like, what exactly are we doing here? Mm -hmm. Do we want him to lose the title? Or do we want Krishna Shine showcase himself as a ladder match technician and but still have Wardlow pick up the win to yeah. say, hey, you know what? I am a dominant champion. Or are we going to keep on playing hot potato? You know, if Wardlow wins this match, you're going to have to make new merch. 1-800-LADDER-DADDY. So oh. that could be the new... I feel like it's got a little bit of potential, right? It does. I am very interested in how this match is going to turn out because Christian is a pro. You right. know, he feels so comfortable. He's had so many ladder matches. This is really his match. Right. And I feel like Wardlow's such at a disadvantage. You know, Wardlow's a bigger a big guy. guy. Yeah. And to have him going up those ladders and just... And, you know, I will say this. We've seen Wardlow in ladder matches in AEW, but yeah. it's been very limited. We know that he originally won the little gold circle. Mm-hmm. He had to climb a ladder to win that match. Yeah. And he was in, a, in that match with bigger guys as well. So he does know how to get around on the ladder, but, mm-hmm. like, you're talking about a vet in the ring. Yeah. So how do you even prepare for something like that? And you can never really 
prepare for a ladder match. Right. So many things could go wrong. And this is also another aspect of that match that now there's a new element of danger. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always a danger when wrestling, but now you're introducing ladders. And I don't know, this is a little scary. I feel like Luchasaurus could get involved. A hundred percent. And also a huge man. So I think that could also be against Wardlow. Do I want him to stay champion? Absolutely. Because this win under his belt, keeping his belt would be gigantic. This is his first title defense since he won the title. And a huge pay-per-view like this in a, a match that has a stipulation. So Wardlow, rooting for you. We are. Mm hmm. Christian, love you though. <laughs> Orange Cassidy is putting his title on the line. That man puts his title on the line every single day. Okay, He really does. It that feels- Kyle Fletcher match was amazing. Every single day. Orange has been such a fantastic champion. I'm really excited for this. So this is a 21-man battle royal. <sighs> Insane. And I'm going to be honest with you. I do not really know how they put this together. I don't. You said everybody in the back lineup will pick a couple of you. Well, it was interesting because I, when I went to Dynamite and Rampage, they had a segment where I guess all of the men who are involved in this match start beating each other up after, when was it? It was after the best friends. Mm-hmm. So it was after uh, it was on Rampage and it was a hot ass mess. Yeah. You had Swerve come out. He did his little entrance. You had Keith Lee. You had Dustin Rhodes. And it's like, oh wow, what is going on? And then you had a cluster of wrestlers on one side of the card cam on the right side then you have one some on the left Mm -hmm. they all climbed over the barricade at one point start fighting each other it was a mess i didn't know what was going on and ventika she was like these are probably the people who are participating in the battle royal and i was like i guess Mm -hmm. so then they dropped the graphic the next day and it's like all of those people, plus you have Ricky Starks, you have Jay White, Jay White, you have Juice Robinson, mm-hmm. then you have obviously Keith Lee, you have Swerve. Why are these, these should have been two separate matches. Now, maybe Tony has a time limit. He got to be somewhere mm-hmm. at a certain time, so he can't put 65 matches on the double or nothing card mm-hmm. like he has before. But I saw someone else say this online. I feel like Ricky needs like a solid ending to this, and I don't think it's going to come here. And people are like, well, how is Orange going to retain? You have a J white mm-hmm. in the battle royal you're gonna have jay white lose so what there, does that mean for everyone else there has to be a point where people team up against jay white he's the new guy yeah so i feel like there's there can be a couple people you know qtv i don't know what, somebody what do even, something what is going on with qtv do you need two extra journalists that is my confusion as well yeah if you watch qtv they said we've all entered the battle royal meaning mm-hmm. hobbs qt and aaron solo mm-hmm. They're not on the graphic. So then you kind of wonder, okay, well, are they going to attack someone who is in the match to Mm -hmm. enter the match? That's investigative journalism. They got to find out where they are and attack them. I don't know what's going to happen with this match. And I feel like it's going to be a hot mess. Uh, Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like it might come down to the person who we least expect. So it might not. So you're telling me Orange Cassidy had almost a five-star match with Kyle Fletcher the Mm -hmm. other day and he's going to lose his belt in a battle royal? That's crazy. And a battle royal that Roosh is not in, Mm -hmm. Kyle Fletcher is not in. Mm -hmm. What? Which we can't say that there won't be outside interference. Right. Of course. Right. So I feel like, and you brought up Ricky. I feel like they're always doing Ricky dirty. He did not get the AEW championship. He got a fantastic story with MJF. He didn't even get a tag team run. Nothing. You missed it. Like, it was so close to being, I feel like, tag team champs. And then they dismembered that. And then you gave him a great storyline with MJF. Also, 
nothing 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 came from that and now you kind of have him having matches with juice but then jay white so yeah <laughs> what are we doing what is right. the end goal for ricky starks are we making him a champion are we not keeping him a champion are we giving him a mid-card title what's happening tony what's tony. happening with ricky starks tony because i'll tell you what's happening not enough okay Tony, no, the no. bad bitches are here for Ricky Starks, mm -hmm. as you should be. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I, I love a battle royal. When I heard it was announced, I was like, oh, amazing. I hope they announce absolutely no one that's going to be in the match. Because it's like the Royal Rumble, right? Like, it's a surprise. Now it's not. Mm. And typically in Las Vegas for Double or Nothing, they do the casino battle royal. But th mm. this isn't even that. There is no Joker. There, nothing. It's just a typical battle royal. Am I going to watch it? Of course. But I wish there would have been. Are we going to be there? Of course. <laughs> But I feel like they could have done a little bit better with this. Yeah. I really wish they would have had the Joker element in there because... Yeah. I feel like that's just fun. Like, mm -hmm. because then it adds like some suspense, right? You might know the rest of the talent, mm -hmm. but you're like, who's the Joker? Who could it and we've be? seen so many amazing people be the Joker in these mm -hmm. type of matches. So let's move on to the main event. MJF is putting his title on the line against Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, and Darby Allen. You have the four pillars of AEW yeah. in this match. And I read that MJF has actually been the one putting this whole thing together, which is very interesting. Right. Good and props to MJF because I feel like that idea, you know, we didn't really know where MJF being champion was going to go. But then having the four pillars, when you saw all of them in the ring, you're just like, wow, this makes absolute sense. All of these guys have been here since the beginning of AEW and they are all talented. They're all around the same age. They all came up with each other in the independent circuit. And that first time that they were all in the match cutting a promo or in the ring i think they opened the show that was fantastic it was probably one of the best promos one of the best opening segments that i've seen for aew and i don't know are we thinking there's going to be a new champion are you no. thinking it's going to be i think mjf is retaining yeah i i don't want darby to win okay. i don't want sammy to win i'm mm -hmm. not fans of them the only one that I would want to win is Jungle Boy, and I mm -hmm. feel like he's not there yet. Yeah, I feel like he has a lot of growth that he needs to do. Mm -hmm. um, he had a really strong promo on Dynamite. Mm -hmm. I really liked it, but I feel like out of the four of them, MJF is definitely the best. Yeah. And I think that Sammy is starting to gain more fan traction, which mm -hmm. leaves a big question mark for me. And me and you had this conversation. Yeah. You said, hey, maybe it's because him and Tay are on all access and they appear as this lovely couple and mm -hmm. then you know they get in the ring and everyone boos them but just based on his history and other stuff I'm just not a fan of him yeah but if you're looking at it like with them all across the board you know you have Darby Allen who has been champion before you know Sammy Guevara has been champion before mm -hmm. Jungle Boy has not so that could also play a factor you mm -hmm. have former champions in the match as well but I don't see MJF losing I agree with you I don't think that he's going to lose his championship this weekend. Oh, who knows? I feel like the storyline with Jungle Boy could go a little bit deeper. You know, during the pandemic, Jungle Boy was really holding it down. He was, he was. having fantastic matches. I think there was one that he had against. It might have been Cody. Mm. Might have been Cody or one of the young bucks. I'm not sure. It might have been Matt. Mm -hmm. But he was having really, really fantastic matches. And I was just like, wow. This guy is a star. And the way that they were pushing him with Luchasaurus, that was fantastic. And again, see, I don't know why they split these guys up. They could have been great tag team champions. They have a fantastic run all together now. Right. So I don't know. I feel like Sammy is a fan 
favorite now. I feel like they're working up to him. Darby, I feel like if people had to choose, they're like, yeah, we like Darby, but I don't think he is a favorite to win the match. I mm-hmm. feel like it would be Jungle Boy to be the closest. And I don't think that is going to be this weekend to happen. The final match, which is probably not the main event, but I feel like will probably <laughs> be the moment of the night. Anarchy in the Arena, Blackpool Combat Club versus yeah. the Elite. I'm so excited for oh this Oh my God. I am so excited. I absolutely love the Blackpool Combat Club. You know we this. Know. You know this. <laughs> you know. guys know this. I absolutely love the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite. Now that Hangman's back with them, there's just so much that's happening because, you know, Hangman and Kenny were kind on the fence but then the young books were trying to talk to hangman but then kenny was in the way and there is just so much that could happen in this match i keep going back to last year where i think mox's theme song was playing yes what three song or is playing? four times what song is playing this year <laughs> i thing. i need him to come out to wild thing and the exact same way i wanted to play three or four times before somebody notices what about carry on my wayward son Oh, that's true. It could play three or four times. That, you know, that's a good one. I feel like that could also happen. I really want interference in mm-hmm. this match. And this is where Takeshita comes in. Takeshita, I feel like, would finally help out the Blackpool Combat Club. And maybe Don Callis could even come out. Mm-hmm. And there's already so much mayhem that happens in matches like this. I feel like it needs to be something that happens outside, which. Takeshita now here, then who's going to help out the elite? You know, Hangman's there, but this is the where... Golden Lovers? Are we seeing where Koda? Bushi comes out. That I feel like that would be incredible. Missed op- I don't, I don't want to say missed opportunity if, if Takeshita and, and Ibushi, you know, don't interfere. Uh, I think they would still have a fantastic match without Absolutely. it because they are yeah. all incredible and all insane. So... I, you know what? I must say, I don't feel like Yuta's there yet. Yuta, I, Yuta's scared, I think. I, I, Yuta... You scared? I don't think that. I don't think so. I think you're just fine. I don't think he's scared. I think he's got a little bit, a a little bit more to go, right? He needs to grow up a little bit. You want him? Do you want him to be like Mox level? I feel like Mox isn't. Mox is ten times Mox level. Yeah, and same thing with Daniel. Daniel's crazy. (laughs) I, you know what? I think Daniel does a better job at hiding the crazy, though. Okay, Claudio. Uh, Yeah. What about Claudio? Claudio is mid, mid crazy right so then yuda is lower level crazy he's the least crazy okay yeah but still crazy you know there's levels to it yeah but i definitely see i really want bipolar combat club to win i love i absolutely love the elite you know i didn't know much about the elite before aew started and once i started watching the product I was absolutely in love with the elite, you know, the Young Bucks and Kenny and Hangman. They were really the foundation of AEW. And I'm just like, it's incredible everything that they've done professionally and athletically. So to have these two powerhouse groups, this is literally, I think this is going to be the match of the night. And I'm so excited for it. I hope we're in the match, okay? (laughs) We're going to be on the floor. I hope Mox passes by. I hope there's trash cans being thrown. Oh my goodness. I'm so ready for all of the anarchy so ready for it as we mentioned double or nothing is happening this sunday here in las vegas <laughs> we will be there we're so excited those are our predictions yep. thank you for tuning in to another episode of wrestling wind down you can find all of our other episodes available wherever you listen to your podcasts including apple Podcasts, spotify google play and iHeartRadio. radio we are on twitter and instagram at 
WWDCAST. We also have our official merch store, which you can find at shop.wrestlingwindownlv.com. Let us know what you thought about this episode. What was your favorite part? Until next time, enjoy your wine and, of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers! Cheers!